Well, the first of the two flights left Dubai, where we have our regional stockpiles on Friday. That arrived Friday evening in Yangon, and the supplies that were brought with it, which essentially is around 2,000 tents, family tents, they are on their way to Sitwe at this time. The second flight, uh, we're waiting for clearance for that to go ahead and expecting that to depart Dubai tomorrow at the moment. What we do in emergencies like this is try to bring in as many uh, tents as we can for as many people as possible. Obviously, getting people into these larger tents is the fastest way to accommodate many people. The big accommodation need for tents is in these huge makeshift sites around Sitwe uh, in particular. It's there that the focus is at the moment. Further north in Rakhine State around uh, Mongdor where there's a little bit more focus on rebuilding of homes there. But we want to get these tents to help as many people as possible really to the Sitwe area. And would you say that shelter is, is one of the most important needs to be served by aid agencies? It certainly is a hugely important uh, issue. You have this population, we estimated at 115,000 people in need of help, and it's help of various different kinds. Obviously, not everyone needs shelter, but many people do. Uh, in the camps, in the sites, there's also a particular problem of food, and malnutrition has been reported from a survey carried out uh, back in July. So we are looking at people in rough conditions, uh, people who are displaced don't have anywhere to go, uh, they do need shelter, they do need help. Children in particular are vulnerable because of the malnutrition and in some cases acute malnutrition we're seeing. And Adrian, when we last spoke to an aid agency a few weeks back, they reported that the camps in Sitwe, where you say the, the tents are going, that those camps are overflowing with very unsanitary conditions. What's your information about the situation there now? We don't have a lot of information more than what you are hearing. We do have teams on the ground, but one of the problems we have is really access across the whole area. Uh, we've made a number of trips with our staff there, uh, but access for humanitarian workers isn't what it should be. We're hoping that that will improve, and we've had promises from the authorities to help with access to displaced persons. But apart from this, of course, uh, there is the political need, which is for reconciliation amongst the communities, including the uh, affected, including host populations. And this has to be a priority for us. Uh, we're supporting the work of the investigation commission set up by the Myanmar government to clarify root causes of the events. But we need a political uh, solution uh, to the problem there. We need uh, calm to prevail, and we need access so that we can do a better job of getting help to the people who most need it. So the humanitarian airlifts that you conducted on the weekend, was that made with the full cooperation of the Burmese authorities? Yes, we are getting the cooperation of the Burmese authorities. There are some areas where there are still blockages and we're looking to improve things. For example, the uh, speed with which you can uh, get access from Yangon and bring supplies and things from Yangon to Sitwein. But the access issues are not so much... Uh, a blockage on the side of the authorities, but simply a reflection of the continuing insecurity in the area, although right at the moment we're seeing a, a somewhat calmer situation. And of course, where the Burmese government is concerned, um, rights groups have in the past few years been calling on the government to repeal its 1982 citizenship law, which all but makes the uh, Rohingyas stateless and unwanted. Uh, the UNHCR now says it's ready to assist the Burmese government on this issue. What kind of assistance are you looking at? 
Well, we help a number of governments in dealing with populations who are stateless. It's part of our mandate to do so. We can provide legal advice. We can provide other help uh, on how to go about these things. In our view, uh, the large Rohingya population in uh, western Myanmar uh, ultimately needs a solution to it that comes about through citizenship. Um, We are prepared to do all that's within our ability to help the government to bring that end about. U.S. President Barack Obama, of course, visited Burma a week ago, and it was said then that Burma had been rewarded far too soon and that gross abuse of human rights are still going on in the country, including uh, the government's oblivion to the treatment of Rohingyas in Rakhine State. Do you think Napidor is showing signs of moving on this Rohingya issue? Well, there's a lot of change happening very fast in Myanmar, and we, like others, are watching to see and analyze and and make sense of what is going on. We are uh, hoping for the best. Our High Commissioner has visited there. We have now more than 100 staff working there. Um, Clearly, a lot of change is happening, but I think, like everyone, we have to wait and see, and in the meantime, focus on our priorities, which are to, as a humanitarian organization, do our job of getting help to all those who are affected.